All right, we're ready for another episode of Ceiling Breakers with Audra and Stacy, and we are actually live from the Hive today. And yes, yes so excited. I I was thinking about how to pronounce your name again when I just paused, <laughs> Jenna Artis. <laughs> because I've said it wrong for so long. So we're so excited to have Jenna on today. She is the owner of For the Love of Sleep, and she is a mama of two. She is a PICU nurse, has been for nine years, um, a PICU RN, actually. And she helps mamas and yes. dads and parents in general um, get their kids to sleep better. She's personally helped me. So anyways, welcome Jenna. Yes. Thank you guys. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. One thing that I didn't mention in your bio is that you have 33,000 Instagram followers. That's insane. Kind of crazy. Yeah. It's it's been a crazy year for sure. It's been like a buildup over since March 2020, I would say, but... Yeah, it's crazy. So maybe start by introducing people to mm-hmm. your business and the the service that you provide. And then I want to hear just all about March of 2020 and, and why <laughs> that was the time to just kind of make your business take off. Yeah. So I, um, like Audra said, I've been a pediatric ICU nurse for going on nine years now and just have always had such a love for sleep. And my husband, um, works crazy hours and I worked night shift when I was full-time nursing. And so sleep was super important to us, having our girls on a routine, having them be able to go to my parents' house and sleep well, you know, was important to us. So Before my oldest, who's now eight, was born, I like literally researched and read and talked to a million different moms um, and just kind of like gathered all of these thoughts um, so that when Ainsley was here, my oldest, I was ready. And so thankfully, like all went well and she was great. And we had my second daughter and she had some more like tummy issues and different things like that. And so it was nice to see like, you know, pick you sleep, everything kind of like combining with like how I had to feed her and different things that we had to do. But, you know, I still got her to sleep. She was still able to eat, you know, play and sleep and, you know, sleeping through the night by, you know, the time she was 12, 12 weeks, a little over three months, I think was Arbor. Um, So anyways, I was just super passionate about it. Um, It flood over into my friends and from, you know, Ainsley and Arbor seeing them sleep. They were like, what are you doing? Like, we need to know. And so I just kind of like had this passion. I was constantly helping friends and family. And um, basically in 2019, I was working with friends and family, like a full-time job in addition to working part-time as a nurse. And so my husband, um, basically with the military in 2020 or in 2019, sorry, my years, I guess 2020 just seems so crazy. I always forget that in November of 2019, his or his schedule just kind of got super crazy. And I had all these friends pushing me. Like I had met with a website designer. I had my logo back in like March of 2019, but I was so nervous to like put myself out there. And, um, 
with my husband's job, like I just wasn't able to work every other weekend like I was having to do at the hospital. And so I had to go PR in in December of 2019 when his kind of stuff took over. And with that, it kind of like gave me the push to like, okay, Jenna, like you got this, you have the time now, you can totally do it. And so the first week of December, I launched um, For the Love of Sleep. And that was pre-COVID. And so a lot of my um, business and how I thought my business was going to be run, ran, um, was in home, working one-on-one with families, coming to you, um, developing a personalized plan. And so a lot of my families in December and January were from here to Tulsa to Kansas City of going to them, developing a sleep routine, but then being hands-on, showing parents exactly how to do all the things. Um, Well, we all know March came. I ended up um, meeting uh, Ashley Molstead. She was like the number one Beachbody coach um, back in February of 2020. And I just randomly inboxed her just saying that, sending you hugs. I know, you know, what it's like to be a mom with a postpartum, you know, emotions and having this baby. Never thought, I mean, she has 200,000 plus followers. Never thought she would ever message me back. And she did. And So anyways, we were working together and I was actually going to fly out there the 1st of March to Arizona to help her Um, while COVID happened. She ended up, we worked virtually. Um, She actually has a podcast that I went on and spoke. And so from there, it really started a foundation for my business on Instagram and um, the virtual side of it. Since I wasn't able to do as much in homes, just wasn't comfortable once COVID happened. Um, And so from there, it just kind of like spiraled. I went on her podcast and so others found me that way. And a couple other um, big name blogger, mom bloggers um, found me, you know, whatever way. And then from there, it's just been a constant, so, so thankful. Um, Just, yeah, it's just been so great ever since. That's really cool how you were able to just out of situation pivot. I know, you know, everyone's sick of that word, but it has really blown up your business. It sounds like pivoting from doing the in-home customized to going more virtual and figuring out how to provide that same quality experience virtual. Um, And then also, I just love the power of social media and how, I mean, that really catapulted you. Yeah, definitely. So especially in that time of not being able to get out and not having live events and not being able to, you know, go into businesses or talk to pediatricians or different things like that, it kind of like basically halted things. And so having and connecting with different people and, you know, sharing my services with them just kind of continued to trickle down, down the chain. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that feeling too about being just kind of scared to start and put yourself out there. I mean, I remember when I was starting the thread, just feeling so sick to my stomach of like, oh my gosh, there's going to be more eyes on me. Yeah. You know, just that. It's yeah, scary. for sure. Like, what for if sure. nobody sees this or what if nobody yeah. does it? Right. What if it fails like real hard? Yeah. 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 <laughs> for sure. And just like, 
I don't know, you know, just being judged or watched or, you know, you can't always please everyone, no matter how hard you try. And that's like very hard for me. And I've had to develop, you know, thick skin through, you know, some very not nice people, Mm -hmm. but you know, that's very few and far between, but it just, you know, it's, that's always like, you know, your thing that makes you the most worried about jumping out and doing something. Yeah. Yeah, I can completely relate. So um, you talk about how you worked with the Beachbody coach who has 200,000 followers and the mom bloggers. um, But also, I know you've worked with the Mahomes family, which is super cool. Did that um, catapult your your local business at all? Yeah, so it's just been so fun, um, you know, to see different people um, of a higher capacity, especially locally, you know, share and tell you know about my business that it really works and this is something that saved them and you know definitely having um a lot more business from the kansas city area and more local people too i think that especially since COVID is kind of um not done but through this summer you know once it was a little bit more open i was traveling a little bit more and going to you know, places like Destin to help families and different places like that. But definitely, um, you know, so thankful that they allowed me that opportunity that has opened more, more gates. Yeah, that's so cool. So give us some sleep tips for and and the reason we really wanted to have you on the podcast today is because it's back to school time. We have all the you know, routines happening, especially if you have kids and you're getting them into the schools. And so coming off a of summer, which can be a little loose and, mm-hmm. you know, routines and yeah. schedules can be kind of non-existent. Can you give us just an overview of maybe some, some sleep tips or what yeah. do you recommend in this new getting, getting back to school season? Absolutely. So I have two grade school kids and, you know, summer was fun and bedtimes were later, but knowing that my girls have to be up excuse me, at a certain time, it's super important that we're setting our kids up for success. And that means a proper bedtime, a consistent routine, so that we can kind of decrease those meltdowns, allow for them to be, you know, comfortable and confident and well slept going into that next day. And so some big changes and some things that especially when it's still bright out come, you know, seven o'clock at night is I always say, like, really set the mood of your house, like post dinners, time like Mm -hmm. shut the curtains make it kind of dark um for my girls as bedrooms we have blackout blinds and also curtains so we're just trying to really like set the mood so that you know they don't have FOMO of not being able to go out and ride their bikes after dinner go jump in the swimming pool like we you know all done post dinner time so I always say like lower energy activities post dinner time keeping those higher energy screen time activities prior to dinner just because a lot of times um, even something as simple as an iPad or a TV can kind of trick their brains into thinking that it's daytime and and not allow for them to settle and and rest so setting the mood um, staying consistent I know that we all have a million different activities and different other things going on but really trying to pinpoint that bedtime that works for your family and staying consistent with that. So, I mean, we're a 7 p.m. bedtime family here. And so we eat dinner around six o'clock and I try and like 
my girls do gymnastics and different stuff like that, but we try and do it right after school. And then, you know, it's, we're home for dinner and playtime. And then, um, after that it's six 30, we start bedtime routine with bath and pajamas and then in bed, they're reading at six 45 by themselves. And then seven o'clock I come in and we read song prayer and, you know, lights out and they're out and getting, the more you get into that routine. And I always say, it's usually about you know, five days to two weeks of consistency, like it's going to minimize those spit throwing and, you know, those kind of things, because they're going to have those expectations there. And I just always say like, stay consistent, show them the consistency, um, you know, have those rewards and consequences there, but follow through with those too. So, you know, it's always hard when we say you're going to X, Y, and Z this, if you don't do this, but then we don't end up following through with that. And they're like, they remember that. Oh yeah. So they're like, well, yesterday mom said I couldn't have my iPad if I don't go and brush my teeth now, but then I hear I am sitting on my iPad now. So they're so smart. So we have to like really think about those consequences because I'm guilty of this too. Like don't make a consequence that's going to make you suffer more. So really think about your consequences that you're giving them. Um, But staying consistent and following through is going to be so huge with that preschool and up age as they get back into school routine. So do your girls share a room? They actually have their own room, Mm -hmm. but they choose to sleep together. So, I mean, there'll be like an occasion that Arbor wants to sleep in her room, but um, we bought a bigger bed for Ainsley and they've, since they were three and five years old, they've always chosen to sleep together. So sweet. So we we got bunk beds this summer after Merritt in February, he turned two, started climbing out of the crib. And so we were thinking, what, what solution are we going to do? They had separate rooms always. And then we put them together in one room with bunk beds mistake big mistake and so now Remy has migrated to the guest room which we're like finally like okay we're gonna make this your room and Merritt has the bunk bed so yeah that's why those boys just find that time to be too much of playtime versus house that's exactly (laughs) it yeah like Remy fell asleep the oldest and then Merritt would like be poking it yeah yes oh my gosh such a troublemaker (laughs) so what if parents have just like I mean I know so many parents who are like our sleep routines suck, our sleep habits suck. Is it ever, are kids ever too old to, you know, develop better sleep habits? So not too old ever at all. I mean, I always say that I work up until the five-year-old range just because a lot of times beyond five years old, there can be like different behavioral things or, you know, internal thyroid issues or different things going on if really truly like being consistent and not sleeping well beyond that but also like if you know they know that they can stay up until nine o'clock and you're not going to start anything you know then that's that's more of them just not having that consistency there so definitely never too old to learn good sleep habits I mean just like you or I if you know we're not sleeping well but we're on our phone an hour prior to going to bed like that's not going to allow us to calm or you know so there's lots of different things no matter how old you are that can you know start and develop those proper sleep habits awesome yeah so as a ceiling breaker, how are you trying to help break the ceiling for women in Wichita? And I mean, I guess outside of Wichita. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing, you know, like 
a lot of times, like, we don't really talk about how hard postpartum is and how hard it is when you don't have a sleeping baby and how normal it is when your baby is waking up every three hours. No matter if they're a good sleeper, you still have to feed them every three hours and that broken sleep, like, adds up and adds up and adds up. And so I think that, you know, one reason why I created For the Love of Sleep and in the manner that I did was so that I can be there one-on-one supporting these moms, supporting these moms that want to get back to work or supporting these moms that are single moms or supporting these moms that, you know, have husbands that work crazy hours or whatever that looks like. But just having a mom tribe and allowing them to feel supported um, during those hard moments, especially when they are not sleeping how they, you know, should be. Um, so I just love being there to support mamas um you know the best way that I can yeah and I think that's so important because before I was a parent you always heard you know you'd always hear the joke oh get your sleep now you're never gonna sleep again but you don't really realize how it affects you to not have a good night's sleep until you have no choice you know and it's like consistently night after night you're not getting good sleep and I mean Mm -hmm. it, it just I mean mental health so I love that your your business is dedicated to well yeah and like you said helping. people don't don't talk about these things for so many years it still su- surprises me and I'm not a parent but I just think it's crazy that women don't talk about it not just women like everyone should be talking more about yeah what happens postpartum, postpartum. Yeah. and yeah. it's hard <laughs> yeah. and it's okay yeah. to talk about that so you being able to like share that it's okay and that there are solutions I think that's amazing and when you work with celebrities or um, people who have heavy influence, I think that normalizes it even more because you're like, hey, you know, Patrick Mahomes, baby, yeah. and, you know, his wife. And I'm sorry, I don't know her her first name, Mrs. Mahomes. But, you know, just uh, it just I just think it helped normalizes. Yeah. That, yes, this is yeah. this happens to yes, everyone. It doesn't matter everyone. what your life looks like. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So what is part of your story that is untold? or that we don't see from social media or, you know, what you're doing. Our goal is to always normalize um, the challenges that women face, and that's part of Ceiling Breakers. We're all, we're all like, ordinary women doing extraordinary things. Sometimes we're humble and we don't think that. But So what's something about you that maybe people don't know? So my husband, like I said previously, works crazy hours with um, a couple different jobs. And with that, it's you know, puts me at home with the girls a lot, um, by myself. And so like right now I have a group of nine moms that I text nonstop for three days straight. And so a lot of people will be like, Oh, that's just texting. Well, like yesterday I texted for 18 hours straight. And that means like I'm texting them of when to get their baby up, when to put them down, when to soothe them, when to feed them, all of those things. So it's literally like before I got on this, I like gave them all a rundown and I said 30 minutes and I'll be back to you. But no, we're good. But so anyways, it's just like, uh, you know, being a mom and having to balance work and um, life and all of that is just sometimes I just have to remind myself that I'm only one person. And even though I have 150 emails, you know, still in my inbox and I've 
send out, you know, a hundred each night. Like there's only so much I can do. Like I'm only one person and, um, my girls come first, my clients who I'm working one-on-one with come, you know, first. And, and so there's just, you know, lots that go on behind closed doors of especially being, uh, you know, not that I'm a single mom, my husband's amazing and great, but he just, you know, especially this time with COVID and everything that's going on and being in the military, it's just, uh, you know, crazy high demand time where I'm often, you know, solo running a business and running my girls around. I love that. And I didn't know that about you, even though I know you, Jenna and I actually went to high school together and, um, we have some fun twin rivers memories together. That's <laughs> most what I think about when I think about you and how we first knew each other, but yeah. I did, I would not have guessed that. I mean, I always see you moving and shaking and doing all the things with your family and then, you know, posting about your business. And I know you support so many people because anytime I post a sleep thing, they're like, for the love of care or for the love of sleep, for the love yeah. of sleep. Um, love but it. yeah, I wouldn't have guessed, you know, that you're texting for 18 hours a day or, yeah. You know, just that, that's just a yeah. and it kind of just depends on like the time zone. But like right now, I have somebody in every time zone in the US, and so like you know, 8 30 is usually our last cutoff, but that's you know, 10 30 our time where I have East Coasters that start yeah. at seven, and so that's six o'clock our time. So it's so amazing, and I'm so thankful. And it's you know, literally the best three days watching these babies go from you know, not sleeping to napping and it's, it's just amazing, but definitely so much goes on, you know, texting, getting dinner ready, you know, all of those things. But well, thank yeah. you so much for coming on the show and can you tell people where they can um, follow you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a website, the number four, the love of sleep.com. And on there, you can find a contact me form and fill that out. Also gives information about prices and packages and all of that good stuff. Um, or you can always email um, still the number four, the love of sleep at gmail.com. And, you know, usually it's one to two business days for a reply. Right now, it's about five to seven. But hopefully today and tomorrow, I'll be all caught up. But very cool. Right. And Instagram at for the love of sleep. Yes, exactly. And on Facebook, too, for the love of sleep as well. Okay, cool. Well, thank you all for watching today. We look forward to seeing the comments that roll in after you've seen this episode. If you have any questions for Jenna, leave them in the comments and uh, maybe tag for the love of sleep. Um, And hopefully she can jump on and answer some of those. You can follow Ceiling Breakers on Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you subscribe, um, like, and rate our podcast on anywhere you find podcasts. Yes. All right. All right. Bye.